0: So to recap,
2: we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Let's Not Meet podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by my wife.
1: Hi, I'm Kelsey.
0: How are you today?
1: I'm good, Chris. How are you?
0: I'm good. So something actually really funny happened at Starbucks this morning. When I'm out doing Uber Eats, I stop at whichever Starbucks is closest, but usually there's like three different ones that I stop at like the most often, and pretty much they know who I am at like all three of them. So I was standing there this morning, and they didn't see my order, so they thought I was there for an Uber order, and they were like, what order are you here for? But what's funny is like on the right side of the counter is where like mobile orders go. And then the left side of the counter is where Uber orders go. And they see me pick up my order all the time. And they see me pick up Uber orders all the time. Okay. So they know that I know like where the Uber orders are. So they asked me, they're like, what order are you here for? And I was like, for Chris, Chris, And because I was kind of confused because like they know who I am. Right. And uh, he was like, well, I don't see your order. And then a girl points and she was like, is it that one? And you look over to where they have the cold brew because their cold brew is like in a keg. So it's like on tap, kind of like beer at a bar. And somebody had like put the drink there and like pulled the lever for it to start filling up with coffee. And then forgot about it. So it was just overflowing coffee like onto the counter and down (laughs) onto the floor. I started laughing out loud like so hard when I saw that. Like it was so funny.
1: Well, at least you found it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hey, that was a very interesting way to start the day.
1: (laughs) I love that visual.
0: So my story today is called Never Thought Knowing Cars Would Save Me. And it's really funny because I'm someone who really doesn't know a whole lot about cars. I mean, the main reason I drive a Tesla is because I bought an electric car. So that way it has a lot less moving parts. So there's a lot less things to worry about. So it's funny that I'm reading this story because honestly, I know very little about cars.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I can barely remember which of my friends drives which car. Like, <laughs> I really just have no interest in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So let's get into it. So I'm of the mindset that everyone should know a little bit about cars. I've always been mechanically inclined, and I think that may have saved me. I was using dating apps a few years ago. Met this guy, he seemed super nice. We talked for a few weeks before I was willing to meet with him. His dad owned a local gun store where I would go to get my Target stuff. I used to be in a women's league for competition shooting. So I had seen this guy around and had a decent impression of him, but wanted to be safe. He invited me to a concert at a local town site. It was a concert I really wanted to go to and I figured it would be safe since it was in a well-known place with a lot of security. I let him pick me up because he talked about mechanics and cars and he wanted to show me his Mustang. He bragged about how he kept it running and how he babied it. I was into time trial racing at the time so I was interested to see what he had done. He picks me up and we start heading to the event. Right before the exit, he says that his car is acting funny. I was watching the dash, and if you've been in racing, you know our cars and trucks usually have extra accessories. Whether it's aftermarket racks and gauges or switches, there's usually something aftermarket inside the car. There was nothing extra. The car felt like it was shifting correctly and there was no shutter or noise, nothing to indicate any problems. I was like, that's weird. And all I said was, we should try to limp it to the concert venue. It's less than a mile away and it's better than being stuck on I-15. He agrees and drives us very carefully the last mile. We get to the concert and things were okay-ish. He kept watching me and buying me drinks. I refused to drink. So every time he gave me a drink, I would make up an excuse and go to the bathroom and flush it. He kept making comments about how well I was handling my alcohol. I was super uncomfortable. The concert ends and it's time to leave. For context, this concert happened at a local reservation town site, and at the time, the res did not have great cell service, so I couldn't get a hold of anyone to come get me. I decided to bite the bullet and talk him into taking the old highway instead of I 15. It sounds silly, but when you take the old highway, even though it's slower, people are more willing to stop and help than they are if you're on the freeway. I figured if he was having car trouble, it would be safer and we wouldn't have people flying by us going 80 miles an hour. We made it halfway between the town site and our town and he says the car's acting funny again and pulls over. I'm stone cold sober and didn't notice anything wrong. So I got out of the car to help him check it out. He starts making comments about how I'm drunk and I should wait in the car, and that it's safer because you can't trust drunk Indians, especially with a little girl like you. This dude had no idea I'm actually native, I just have albinism. The hair on the back of my neck stands up, so I check my phone. I just barely have service and start texting my dad. As I'm walking away from the engine compartment, I notice he's watching me, So I started acting like I was trying to get cell service to get help. Out of the corner of my eye, I watched this man take the spark plug wires off the distributor cap and switch the order. Your spark plug wires connect to the distributor cap based on the order your cylinders fire in. So doing that will either make the car run terrible or not even turn on. I managed to send my dad a picture of what he's doing. And my dad tells me to start walking. As I go to walk away, this guy gets back in the car and opens his glove box, which exposes a pistol he had. He tells me not to worry and we will be safe. I probably broke a world record for how fast I was texting my dad. (laughs) He says to start walking and tell the guy that he's on his way and that our friends live up the road. So I do. I start walking with a purpose and take off as quick as I can. The guy is yelling after me and I yell back, the wind is too loud, I can't hear you. I'll be back with our friends. (laughs) I'm scared out of my mind. We are 10 miles out of town with no one around. The closest road actually led to a cemetery, so there's really no one here to help me. I get a really bad feeling the further I get from the car. So I turn around and look. The hood is closed, his lights are on, so I decided to hide in the farm irrigation next to the road. I keep walking towards town and text my dad what's happening. I hear a car slowly coming up behind me and see a flashlight, so I press against the side of the ditch and wait for it to pass. Once I can't hear it anymore, I crawl out and just kind of keep walking along the weeds. My dad texts me that he sees me, so when he pulls up, I run to the truck. As we make it towards town, we pass the dude, and he's got like three cop cars around him. My dad tells me not to worry about what happened. I heard through the grapevine later on that he had been charged with violent crimes in the past and that he had been arrested that night for concealed carrying without a permit. The police never talked to me, but I haven't seen the guy in town since. If I didn't have experience with cars and didn't know what he was doing, I could have been dead in that ditch instead of hiding. Most communities have where you can take a basic car care maintenance course. I highly recommend everyone takes them and at least know the basics. This dude knew that I knew cars, but his whole goal was to get me so piss ass drunk, I wouldn't realize what was happening. So let's not meet again, fake car troubles guy. Wow. Yeah, I I actually read this story last night and I told you when I read it that it was like a really good story and really well yeah. written. Like that was such a good story. I'm so sorry that they had to go through that situation. But yeah, that I'm is a she very creepy. That is a very creepy story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I probably don't know enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know much about cars, but like I would be skeptical if I didn't notice anything wrong, if there were like no lights on the dash and then like they just pull over. Like, I don't know that it, it all seemed weird. I think there were plenty of red flags there that even if you didn't know cars, you probably would have been sketched out. I agree. But the real key to that situation was she realized how weird it was beforehand Because if he didn't say something about the car acting funny beforehand and she had drinks at the concert... And then actually, yeah, like get he drunk. basically
1: gave himself away. Yeah. He
0: basically like that's a good thing that he gave himself away. Yeah. Like I'm I'm glad for her because like it, it just
1: worked out really perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, she sounded like she wasn't a super trusting person anyway, because she said like just to be safe, you know, and she only let him pick her up because she wanted to see his car. So she seems like she was being relatively safe. So she might not be the type of person to drink on a first date which is kind of what this was going to a concert i mean yeah that's a first date and
1: and she was super safe throughout all this i mean i mean she ended up okay the thing is i'm just i'm worrying about the people who um would have ended up differently
0: yeah cuz a lot and do of, end up differently yeah cuz there are some people that would drink on a first date and so if he hadn't Done anything before the concert, and then somebody got drunk. Like it could have been a very bad result.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like he's he's done it before, you know.
0: Yeah, hopefully that was some sort of violation of his <sighs> uh, probation, and now he's hopefully in jail. But
1: I really hope so.
0: I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray,
1: and I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll presents the Anime Effect.
2: To find out if it's right for you.
0: All right, well, are you ready to get into your story for today?
2: Yeah,
1: so my story is called My Dog Alerted Me to Something at My Window. When I was 17, my bedroom had a window looking out at my backyard. The backyard was fenced in, but on the other side of the fence were some woods and a retention pond. I'd never been scared of this and kept the blinds open so that when the sun rose in the morning the natural light would help wake me up. One night, I was up late on my phone with my dog laying in bed next to me. At around 2am, my dog jumped up and started barking at the window. At first, I thought he was just barking at his reflection and told him to stop, but then I realized he was looking at the left side of the window while his reflection was on the right. I couldn't see outside the window because I had left the lamp on my nightstand on. All I could see in the window was the reflection of my bedroom. Not wanting to alert whatever might be out there that I was scared, I faked a yawn, set my phone aside, and turned off the lamp. I then laid down facing the window, and I swear I saw a set of human eyes looking back at me from the left side of the window. I drink a lot of water at night, so I had an empty bottle on my nightstand. I grabbed it and pretended to just realize it was empty, and then I turned on the lamp and acted like I was going to get water. I went to my parents' room and my dad told me not to worry. We had these motion-activated floodlights and they hadn't turned on, so there was no way anything was out there. I went back to my room and told myself I was just seeing things. I closed the blinds and turned on the lamp and got some sleep. When I woke up in the morning, I went to take my dog out and decided to check out the pine straw bedding underneath my window. It was visibly disturbed. I did my best to ignore that and remember what my dad said about the floodlights. That worked pretty well until my dad tested the floodlights later that day and found that the bulbs had burnt out. To this day, I keep my blinds closed and my lamp off when I sleep. I don't want to risk anything being able to see me, and if anything is somehow peeking through my window, I want to know it's there. If there was someone at my window that night, let's not meet.
0: Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Windows are very creepy at night, and I've thought about this before because there was, like, an episode of Small Town Murder, I'm pretty sure is what it was, that I heard a story of, like, when you're in a room and all the lights are on at night and you look out the window, like, you can't really see much because of the glare from the lights reflecting off the glass. But if you're outside, you can crystal clear see through the room. Um, and I think in, like, a Small Town Murder, like, somebody, like, blasted a shotgun through a window and like killed somebody. But obviously the people inside couldn't even see the person outside because of the glare on the windows. So yeah, like windows always creep me out at night. Like if it's dark outside, my curtains are closed because there's no reason to have them open at that that point. That was
1: so drilled into me as a kid because I didn't live out in the country. I lived in town. So anytime it was nighttime and I was in my room and my dad would walk by and see that my blinds were still open, he would be like, close your blinds like it's dark close your blinds like every night that was drilled into me but yeah. I can understand just like living out in the middle of nowhere and maybe not really worrying about it but then you have extra things to worry about
0: <laughs> yeah because then you're like extra secluded <laughs> exactly. so if anything happens it takes longer for I know so get I get, get
1: it but like yeah I also get why I like She changed her habits after that. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: mean, if you think about it, like what's the purpose of leaving the blinds or the curtains open at night? I mean, they did say so that way the light can come in in the morning. I guess that kind of makes sense. But for me, like the windows are for like looking outside, especially where we live. It's like really pretty and there's a creek outside. So I can look outside. I can see the trees. I can see the plants. I can see the creek. But at night, I can't see any of that. So it's like curtains might as well be closed. But during the day, I love to have the curtains open because it, like, makes the space feel bigger. Yeah. But at night, if I look at the window and the curtains are open at night, it just looks like a dark black void. I and know, it's kind of scary. It is
1: scary because we just live, like, we live in a pretty big complex. But, like, where our back windows are facing, it's just woods and mm-hmm. a creek. Like, it does look really creepy at night. Like, I wouldn't want to leave my curtains open. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine just, like, being a kid and wanting to leave my curtains open at night. That's really interesting. We're all different.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least they didn't leave their window open because that's happened several times. Oh,
1: my God. I'm getting chills just thinking about it.
0: Well, on Morbid, there have been like so many cases that they've covered where somebody will leave the window open and then somebody will use that to break in. So they literally have a saying on the Morbid podcast that fresh air is for dead people.
1: (laughs) That's so right.
0: But we leave ours open, like, all the time during the day, but not definitely not at night. Like, I'm not leaving my window open while I go to sleep. I really don't
1: think anything would happen, but, like, it could happen if we gave somebody the chance, you know?
0: Yeah. It's like, why risk it? It's a risk you don't need to take. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, that is it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you want to support the podcast, the best thing you can do is leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. It's totally free and really helps us out. So thank you so much for doing that. And... If you want to send in your own stories, you can send those in to letsnotmeetpod at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope you join us next time on Let's Not Meet. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long